Bickley and Murata. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley Blast. Kevin Durant has been in Phoenix for over a month, and by now he has a real clear picture of this traumatized fan base in the desert and how badly this godforsaken sports town needs an NBA championship. Because if it wasn't clear, after 6,000 fans showed up to hoot and howl during his opening press conference, the local reaction to his injury has made it quite clear. Some people are throwing up their hands. Some people claim they are done. As in D-U-N, done. Done cheering for Arizona sports teams. Done thinking anything will ever change in the Valley. Others are using the occasion to proclaim the acquisition of Durant as the worst trade in Suns history. The moment the franchise will regret for decades to come. Funny, but I didn't hear a word about Mikael Bridges after the Suns beat Dallas on Sunday. But in some ways, you can't blame local fans. KD was injured in warm-ups in one of the most unathletic sequences you will ever see. It looks like what would happen if you took a non-athlete off the couch for the first time in months, asked him to go into the driveway and shoot a layup. You might expect that dude to fall on his face all by himself. But Kevin Durant, one of the greatest players of all time? That can only happen in Phoenix, Arizona, the sports town that only rhymes with Lit City. <laughs> All right, today's Bickley Blast brought to you by my great friends at Chapman BMW who make luxury attainable. Find them online at ChapmanBMW.com. You're so right, Vic. For anybody who spends any time in sports bars where Chive TV is on, they could very easily splice that Kevin Durant footage from Kellen Olsen into the mix and you'd be like, oh, that's funny. Um, it, 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 yeah, it was, it was not That's probably what I miss great. most about sports bars is Chive TV. Really? Yeah. I, oh. I love that. All you need I to do. I love Chive TV. Just add a little woo, 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 woo to the fall, and there um, you go. It's to funny. your point about the D-U-N done crowd, mm-hmm. fandom is not like an airport. <laughs> you don't have to announce your departure. <laughs> but. Whoa, time out. But if that's you, a quality line video. I've never heard that you, before. Uh, it's not never? mine. I've, I've no. st- that's stolen. Uh, but. It belongs to the internet. If you okay. did. Okay. If you are one of those people that said, I'm D-U-N done, mm-hmm. just remember. If you're one of those people that said this is the dumbest trade in the history of the Phoenix Sun, <laughs> just remember. People are, it sucks right now. Mm-hmm. Nobody's been taking this harder than I have. <laughs> My nerves are shot. Say that again. <laughs> My blood pressure's a uh-huh. thousand over 400. <laughs> I get it. It mm-hmm. stinks right now. Mm-hmm. And I want to be, it's going to be fine. It might be fine. I think it will be fine. I just don't know it'll be fine in 2023. Yeah. That's the problem that yeah. I'm dealing with right Well, now. listen, and again, there's a lot of suppositions here, and, and, and I try to take solace in the fact that when KD comes back, we've already shown, he's already shown the ability to step right in and do what he does. But again, we have to balance that with a, regular season basketball, B, Charlotte, Chicago, and Dallas. Yes, and and the Dallas definitely a formidable opponent, but it, it's not exactly like going seven rounds against the Warriors or the Clippers or you name it. Yes. So, and then the idea of the idea that this team is going to have to try and tread water now, and what is that going to do, and is and, and what's that going to look like? Fortunately, the Suns have been on a nice little heater um, as of late. 
it, it, so they've got a little bit of margin for not a ton, but a little bit. And and I, I firmly agree with you. I think this Saturday night game against the second seeded Kings is kind of important because I think it's winnable. And I think if the Suns win it, it's going to calm everything down. And it, I, I think if you lose the first game post Kevin Durant, you know, after we've learned what the extent of this is, then I think, yeah, there's some bad vibage and, and you don't want any of that to start to swirl. Yeah, because the, the, the crowd that we just talked about will say, see, see, see what happens. Mm-hmm. You, you upset the apple cart and this is what happens. Um, but Chris Paul, one of his quotes, I think he said it in his press conference and he said it in the post game radio interview with, with John Bloom and Tim Kempton, too. It was like, all right, we found out and, and they didn't find out right away either. They're going out, you know, to to the, the, the big lights out entrance onto the court and they were Kevin Durant sitting on the table. I figure he's not going to play. But Chris Paul said, you know, Booker himself, DeAndre Ayton get together and said, we know what to do. Mm-hmm. Like that, that is the, the rallying right. cry, right. the bond that's been built between those three players over the last two plus seasons and what they've gone through. There are battle scars there. They do, re- they, they do know how to rely on each other. Mm-hmm. And you, you brought up that, that game. It was a loss. Yes. But that game without Kevin Durant in Milwaukee, that was a, that was a gutty performance. It was a really it's good, a team, really good, even without Giannis. Yeah. So they know what they can do. They've been the centerpieces of a team that was really close to winning a championship. So if you're looking for a silver lining in all of this as a Suns fan, that's might that that might be what it is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you got to get off on the right foot too yeah. against the Sacramento Kings, a team that is just brimming with confidence mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, and it's just it, what's what's remarkable to me though is just how everything was just ascending after three games with Kevin Durant going into that home debut. Uh, you and I both noticed the amount of media that had started to to gather around the Phoenix Suns was uh-huh. getting crazy, yes. crazy. I told the story in the blast from their training center a couple of days ago from from practice availability with Kevin Durant. So many people showed up that you know people chatter and the the chatter became such a loud hum that the people upstairs called down to the receptionist and said, "Hey, can you just tell them to pipe it down a little bit? Mm-hmm. Working here." <laughs> Right, and it's like, and and Dwayne Rankin from AZ Central looked at me. That's never happened before. <laughs> okay, and, and then people who were at the arena on Wednesday, it was it it felt crazy. Yeah. I got to the arena more than three hours before tip off, and I was blown away by the people that were already there with their camera set up and it just trying to capture everything going in that, that was going into yeah. that night. Yeah, and in true Phoenix fashion, it never happened. Right, and it was just. And I pulled into the parking garage three hours before the game, and there were fans getting in costume. There was a, a female fan who was putting on a tutu. She had a purple wig. Oh there, yeah, she's always around. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. But but I'm just saying. But this is three hours before That's the game. True. That's true. I'm forgetting her name. It starts with a V. Veronica. Veronica. Yeah. Three yeah. hours before the game. And that's how that's how hyped this market was. She flew to Charlotte for the first game that Kevin Durant played. They had courtside seats basically. Wow. Yeah. She's yeah, she's a tremendous fan. Legit. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> it's, that, but that wasn't out of the ordinary. No for Wednesday. No. And so and Brian Winhorst was ubiquitous. Big word for Everywhere he was, uh, he was around all the time. Well, he's sort of. Be- we-, we thought maybe Nick Friedel would be the one. Windhorse has been the guy that's been following around the Suns and Durant since the trade happened, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think I think they've realized. Okay, well, you've got LeBron right next door. You've got 
KD right here. Why don't you? Why don't you hang out on the West Coast? Nick Friedle's like, come on, man. And real, yeah, Brian, I just got out of Brooklyn. And Brian Windhorst can set the tone for that Lakers Suns first round playoff matchup too. <laughs> like, oh, for, no. for the next month. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little fuel for the, the latest. Oh, yeah, yeah, the latest thing that is yeah, <laughs> mad about. That be. This is what we want. We want them. To beat the Lakers, and then beat the Mavericks, then beat the Warriors. Mm-hmm. I do. It'll make everything feel all the, the the better. In that order, though, shouldn't the shouldn't the Mavericks be like the first one? <laughs> no, that should be the last one. Oh, the last that one, be, and then oh, you beat be the so Bucks delicious. in the finals. Just the most delicious order of operations. The problem is, I, I wouldn't Crowder. want that. I, well, yeah, maybe the. Let's, oh, that would be good. Suppose that the Suns get the second seed, and it's Lakers Mavericks in the play-in game to see who plays the Suns. Who you're rooting for? Who would you rather have? Ooh. Yeah. Dallas. Who would you rather have, or who would you rather you know? I don't want to play a team who's star, who stars on drugs. Give me a break! Oh my goodness, you're right. He's <laughs> mooned up on the goon juice. For, last for I heard. those who don't know what I'm talking about, Chael Sonnen, former UFC fighter, has accused LeBron James of being on PEDs. Said, I know. I, 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 we I've have got the same it. drug guy. <laughs> Does that give it more credence if you admit that you're doing it? Right. <laughs> and we're both breaking our yeah. NDAs. To be fair, uh-huh. we all remember Jose Canseco. Mm-hmm. Right. He was yeah. the one that blew the door off of it because he said, I was doing it, so I knew who else was doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And Jose and everyone Canseco was like, hasn't said anything valid since. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and everyone's like, shut up. You took a fly ball off your head. <laughs> Which is true. He did. Didn't this, that Whatever he was taking didn't enhance his defensive performance. <laughs> you can text your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. Coming up next, we talked so much about reaction to this Kevin Durant story. Now we've got the timetable. It's real. There is an absence upcoming for KD. We're going to open up the phone lines, get your reaction to it next. 602-260-9870. If you're ready to pack it in, if you're one of those done people, we want to hear from you just as much as the people who say it's going to be just fine. 602-260-9870. Your call's next here on Bickley and Murata Mornings, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata Mornings. Bickley and Murata Mornings here on this Friday live from the Auction Community Studios. Dan Bickley, Vince Murata, Sarah Cazell, Jared Carlin taking you up until 10 o'clock. Lots of reactions still to the uh, Kevin Durant injury. Now the timetable. In case you're just joining us and you hadn't heard, Kevin Durant will be reevaluated by the Suns in three weeks. So... There's at least treading water that needs to happen for the uh, Phoenix Suns in the interim with 16 games remaining in the regular season. Want to gauge some reaction on where Suns fans are with this whole thing. We called it an emotional month. That's certainly been the uh, the case, and it, that'll turn into an emotional seven weeks. Uh, 602-260-9870 is the uh, phone number. Let's start with uh, Chris in Phoenix, who's up first here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Hey, Chris. Hey, guys. What's up? How are you? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm disappointed. I think they can overcome this if they can hang and uh, play pretty well until Durant comes back. But let me just say this. I am so sick of all that I heard yesterday about feeling so sorry for all the fans that went to the arena and got disappointed. I mean, give me a break. I'm I'm a teacher. My wife's a teacher. We can barely afford to get the game. So, like, there are real Suns fans out there that deserve to feel a little bit of sadness, not the ones that just get to go to the game all the time. So please with that. I know you're going to rip me when I hang up, but no, we're not. I'm sorry, man. 
professional sports is really hard to get to those games these days if you're a, a family that doesn't make you know ridiculous amounts of money. That's all I got to say. Goodbye. No, I appreciate that, Chris. Um, you know, our sister station, uh, KTAR News 92.3 FM, uh, Gatos and Chad had uh, a fan on that won tickets from the station through through an event, and they actually interviewed him. I didn't listen to the interview, but it was like the disappointment of you know going to the game and, and not mm. getting to see it. Nothing is guaranteed in sports. Nothing is guaranteed. Right. But, uh, you know, Chris brings up a good point. And, you know, he's on the side that, hey, maybe they can wade through this and see what happens mm-hmm. when Kevin Durant comes back. Uh, let's go next to Kiernan and Gilbert here on uh, Arizona Sports. Kiernan, what's up, man? Oh, baby, everybody <laughs> is jacked. They need to stay jacked. Knock it off. Take it easy. <laughs> well, but seriously, like, calm down. Calm the bleep down. Jeez, everyone got excited and I pooped my pants. When we first got him, let's mm-hmm. get that energy back. So what? He had a little fender bender. He'll be back. He's got insurance. We're good. Anyway, <laughs> miss you guys. Glad I was able to call in. Go mm-hmm. Suns. Go Arizona Sports. Man, I wanted some bets on uh, college basketball. Woo! <laughs> All right. See you guys. Get that in at the end. I'm telling you, the, the wolf to start the call. It's, it's impeccable. 602-260-9870, the phone number. Travis in Phoenix is up next here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Hey, Travis. Hey, yeah, guys. I, you know, I worked downtown. I, I went down to the team shop the morning of the game. As soon as they opened on my lunch break, grabbed one of the beautiful Teal City Edition Durant jerseys, um, was going to throw it on that night. I'm, I get home, I'm giving my three-year-old a bath, and I get the text message that uh, Durant slips in practice. And um, I got my colleagues from work telling me, hey, are you going to take the jersey back tomorrow? And I, I came back the next day, and I said, no. You know, I'm, I'm keeping it because um, he's going to come back. He's going to be ready for the playoffs. I mean, you know, at first, you know, the initial gut reaction is this is the most Phoenix Suns thing that could possibly yeah. happen. People need to stop saying things like cursed. <laughs> We're going to be fine. Um, or, or maybe I'm just, you know, delusions of grandeur. Maybe I'm lying to myself, but um, the we have to win this time, so I can only tell myself we're going to be fine. Yeah, I think a lot of people are in that boat, Travis, just trying to convince themselves, like, all right, here's just another, and and the words of Monty Williams ring through your head, too. Everything you want is on the other side of hard. <laughs> Man, could it get harder yeah. than this? No. No, this, yeah, this, this, this is now back to being hard. That, I mean, injuries to Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton. Devin Booker, now Kevin Durant, the trade of a, a couple of favorite players among the fan base, and being under 500 at a yeah. certain time. I mean, it, they've gone through all of it. Yeah, and everybody's just really slow to return from injuries, all the way down to Cam Johnson. <laughs> Man, I miss that guy just for that. Isn't it funny that no matter how cautious they've been returning people from injury, they've had multiple people now Same thing with the get Cardinals. hurt again. Same story with the Cardinals. That's why I keep Trying it. so hard not to get hurt, and the story of their season was injuries. Yeah. <laughs> Ironic, right? Yeah, crazy. Let's go to uh, George and Tempe up next here on Arizona Sports. Hi, George. 
Hey guys, you know I I lived in Boston in the seventies and went to the Suns uh, Suns Celtics games in the nice. Garden. And you know I I moved here in the eighties and I've gone through the Madhouse. I'm McDowell. I've gone through the you know the whole cocaine scandals in the eighties with James Blow Edwards and all the other guys. And I I was in the front row behind the Suns uh, behind the Bulls bench in ninety three. I've got my picture in the paper in the Chicago Tribune under the big banner that says three P with my chin my chest after that Paxson shot. I've been through all of this. I've been through the Nash nonsense. I've been through, you know, the, the, the Bucks. This is going to be just fine. We're fine. We've got Kevin freaking Durant. All he's going to do is rub some dirt on it and let's go. <laughs> but George, I have to ask you, I mean, your, your, your resume as a fan is impeccable. You've been to all of it and I thought you were going to go the other way, based on your own experience, that nothing is ever fine for the Suns. It's going to be fine. We're going to get it this year or next year. We're going to be fine. I'm telling you. We're good. Thank you, man. (laughs) Yeah, man. How about that? He gets on the cover. Love it. Love it. Reliving the pain on the front page of an out-of-town newspaper. Man. If you'd have, now listen, if you'd have been on the uh, front page of the Sun Times, I would have been impressed. Because it might have been next to my byline Ooh. back in 93. That was a much more prestigious front page. Yeah, of course. Honest. Oh, absolutely. Right. Of course. Uh, Paul is in Avondale. He's up next here on Arizona Sports. Good morning, Paul. Hey, good morning, man. Um, pretty much, uh, you know, I was kind of bummed. You know, I took the day off. You know, the whole family was ready to watch the Kevin Durant home debut, but... And at the end of the day, you know, I feel like this is a great opportunity for our, our role players to, you know, really start carving out their, their roles coming into the playoffs. And, you know, we, we've already faced tons of adversity this year. And, you know, I also think it's a great opportunity for DeAndre and to you really start getting that momentum and seeing if we can, you know, replicate what he did in the 2021 playoffs. So, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I, I am kind of, you know, bummed out, but, you know, I, I really think this team has the pieces um, that it you know it needs to get to yeah. uh, where they want. Thanks. But yeah, uh, thanks for having my comment. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate it. Um, a couple of things. You know, we talked about you know the waiting. Mm-hmm. We all waited for Kevin Durant. Three weeks it took for mm-hmm. him from the trade to get onto the floor. So there was all this anticipation of what it's going to look like, what it's going to look like. There was an uncertainty. And there, and the crowd that was upset about the trade certainly had some fuel there because Mikel Bridges was, was thriving and is still thriving in Brooklyn. Then we saw Kevin Durant play and that quelled everybody. So now Kevin Durant's out for three weeks. It is nitty-gritty time. 16 games to go, a month left in the regular season, and there's a lot of go- jockeying that's going to happen for playoff positioning. But we don't know what the current group of Suns looks like without Kevin Durant. Actually, outside of you know the the emotion of of playing and and you know they played half a basketball team the other night. Mm-hmm. I think tomorrow night when you get a look at how dialed in, how focused the rest of the guys are on the team, mm-hmm. that could go a long way into quelling uh, the yeah, fears of right. people that are concerned. Yeah, I think you're right. That's why I think that just, you know, just for a lot of reasons, kind of an important game on Saturday. Mm-hmm. You know? You one went away from just calming everybody down. Hey, Suns fans, calm the bleep down. <laughs> catchphrase of That's right. the last it's a catchphrase year. From <laughs> Kyler Murray to Cliff Kingsbury to, to now. George and Tempe. To George and Tempe. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the phone calls. Appreciate it. You can text your thoughts to the FanDuel text line. It's open at 620-620 right now. That works if you were, were unable to get through on the phones. Coming up next, we'll continue to talk Suns basketball. And we'll do it with a guy whose video has been viewed like 
like 700,000 times from Wednesday night. Kellen Olsen had the footage. He'll join us next. It's Bickley and Murata Mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata Mornings. Yeah, Kevin Durant will be reevaluated by the Suns in three weeks. There are four weeks left in the regular season. What does it all mean? Joining us to uh, talk about it, our Suns insider from Arizona Sports. Kellen Olsen joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Kellen, good morning. And uh, how many requests for uh, use of your footage did you have to respond to on Wednesday night? Too many, uh, too many. And then when when Sports Center was on last night, I saw my video. There wasn't an Arizona sports credit. I was like, "Come on, guys!" Well, yeah, that's they, shocking. You do that for twenty four hours, said, and I think <laughs> after that, like, yeah, we paid, we paid our due. They lied to me. I can't believe it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, where where are you at in terms of? Because you're really good at, at getting through the emotion of it and getting to the to the realness of what's happening here. What do you What do you make of this prognosis three weeks before he's reevaluated? Yeah, I remember when I when I came on your guys' show for the first time after the trade, and one of the questions I believe Vince asked was like, "Do you think that twenty games is enough for this group to kind of gel, find cohesion, and all that stuff?" And I, and I said yes, but it was it had pretty much everything to do with who Kevin Durant is, how adaptable he is, how versatile he is, and so on. But I remember saying something along the lines of like, "It's it's still not a ton of time," and and that's something that I'm really. Thinking about and focusing on it, I wrote a column on ArizonaSports.com about how this is now going to be, if, if three weeks is indeed the timeline, he's going to play the eight or nine games for them in the regular season. And, and now essentially what they are going to have to do is most of that building cohesion, continuity, chemistry, all that stuff, most of it is going to have to come uh, on the fly and they're going to have to develop it together in the playoffs while they try and advance through some of these rounds. And I think that that is certainly... I'm trying to think of a way to phrase it here. I, I wrote it as it's not a reason to count out the team, but it's just a new challenge in, in all of this. I think that it's going to be challenging, like, like I'm saying. It's not a reason to count them out, like I'm saying. But it, I, I, I hesitate as to how much of a problem it's going to be for them. You know, it, it, it's, it's a hard thing to do, to, to build all of, that, all of that up. And I know mm-hmm. how these guys fit in. I know that most of this team has been together for the last two and a half years, but I'm really curious to see how they look for those last five to six games and how much they yeah. can go together. Because if you just have one or two games where it isn't clicking it, it together and you're still kind of feeling each other out, that could be the difference in, in a playoff series. And, and I think that stuff uh, um, really matters. Like, I, again, to like reemphasize here, it, uh, I'm not saying they can't make the finals because of this. I'm not saying they can't win a championship because of this. But I just think that it's it's a new challenge that you just can't o- overlook for sure. I think a lo- in a lot of ways, Kellen, this season, even before this trade went down, has been defined by the question of who is going to step up in player X's absence. We've been talking about that all year. We're talking about it again under different parameters now. But I think a lot of this falls on, and I don't want to, you know, single him out, but Chris Paul has been hesitant to shoot the ball at times. He's not been the same offensive threat. The percentages are down, but in this interim, because there is a lot to play for over these last 16 games without Kevin Durant, however long that may be, I think Chris Paul needs to step up the scoring. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, I agree, and I, and I think more so the the two man game between him and DeAndre Ayton has to become more of a, a consistent fulcrum of the offense again, and and setting those two up to score because I think that 
those two are always going to be a part of the offense with what they do together, but a lot of the time it is setting setting things up for others as it should be, right? Like they should be making the right play. They should be making the right option. But I think both of them need to be more aggressive consistently in finding their shot through those opportunities that they get. I think that every single chance that Chris gets when he comes around that screen to take his jumper, to take it to the rim, he needs to take it. And for every chance that DeAndre gets to roll hard or when he has an opening under the rim to seal out, I think both of those guys need to be more aggressive there. And and I think that if they find that kind of chemistry, again, if they find that kind of continuity, again, for, for those two specifically, because we know in those three games without Kevin Durant, their numbers kind of dropped off a little bit. Like if they can relocate that a bit, it's going to be big to have that really rolling again that part of their their both of their games when Durant does return. All right, through your reporting, through your intuition, have you have you come to a better understanding of trying to reconcile what we all, all saw, which was a guy taking a nasty spill all by himself um, and then continuing to warm up for a bit, then signing autographs. Now suddenly we're looking at three weeks possibly on the shelf. The optics don't seem to align, right? Yes and no. I, I think that it was ultimately just, just a freak accident, right? Like, I've been out there for seven years at this point just watching guys warm up like like I always will, and that was only the second time. I don't know if you remember this, Vince. Do you remember when Campaign had a spill, I want to say, two years ago? Yes, I do uh, remember there, that now. There was, that, was, that was the only other time that I remember seeing a player on either team have that kind of situation, and Cam played through it. He had a similar kind of thing where, where it was an ankle thing, and he came out later that night and played, and he played through it. He didn't miss any time because of that ankle, I believe. So it, it's one of those things that just rarely happens, And it, but as the, the video showed, like it was a pretty severe twist, and that kind of thing can just like slowly swell up over time. I, I do think that, that, that you're, I get what you're saying, Dan, in terms of just how normal it kind of seemed, right? And I, and I think that just kind of goes back to something I asked Evan Booker after the game on Wednesday, which is like how common is it for guys to just kind of twist turn an ankle in, in a workout like that. And Book said it's like something he's done in the summer before and, and something he pointed out with Durant and something that I noticed just watching up close. Is like he goes full speed in some, in some of those pregame workouts. Like he is, he's really zooming through some of those moves. And, and that's not why he hurt himself, of course, because it just, but it just adds to like the torque that he's kind of putting in that kind of situation if a freak accident were to occur, which is, Unfortunately, what happened? Kellen Olson from Arizona Sports, our guest here on uh, Bickley and Murata Mornings. And the first, uh, well, not the first game because they played without him the other night, but Sacramento in town tomorrow. They're rolling right now. Very confident bunch. They're in the two seed. Uh, they're going to break their playoff drought. But you know, when we talk about Sacramento on this show, Maybe it's because of the history recently. There's not a whole lot of buy-in on them as a, as a real player in all of this. How do you rate the, the Kings and their chances to make some noise in the playoffs right now? Yeah, as you guys can tell by how I answered the first question and, and just everything kind of like I, I believe about basketball, I think that experience is a big factor as well. And, and they just have to get their, their licks in the playoffs as, as a group. And they just haven't really gotten that yet. So bonus has a bit of experience. Obviously Harrison Barnes carries the majority of it for them. But outside of that, it's, it's the first moment for guys like Deere and Fox. I will say if, if you guys did catch any of the game last night, like they are going to have the home court advantage, like perhaps the, home court advantage in all the playoffs right now because we saw for ourselves two years ago how much a crowd that has been outside of the playoffs for a bit can really change oh, things. Yeah, and and I mean, they, they've been out of the playoffs forever at this point, and that crowd is just going to be 
exploding any chance that it gets. Like right now, you already watch it. Right now, we're in March, and you can imagine what it's going to look like here in a month when they do get into the playoffs. I think they're a little short, too, in terms of depth. I think like once you get past the fourth, fifth guy on their team, you start to question it. They do start a rookie after all. So all of that said, they've got two stars. Jared Fox is a star. Tabatis Sabotis is a star. They've got a real home court advantage, and they've got a style. Like they – they score. They score. So defense ultimately is what comes up in the postseason, though. But if they do run into a team that can't stop them offensively, they could they could win a series or two for sure. But with how loaded the West is just in terms of parity and all that kind of stuff, I, I, I can't say that I would pick them to win a series right now if uh, I had to. I, I don't know if you caught our, our man Charles Barkley on TNT, but he came out and said, man, I wish I could see the Sun's schedule. And, and Ernie, I think, said, yeah, funny, I, I've got this computer here. We can do just that. And, and Charles... And, Charles seemed a little, whoa, look at those tough games ahead of the Suns. Contextualize the end of the schedule and what it might mean for us, Kale. It's funny because I was using this as a, as a positive a couple of days ago because with Kevin Durant in the fold, I think he wanted as many challenging games as possible, again, to build up everything that I was talking about and like add layers to what you're doing, right? But right now, it, it sort of becomes the opposite now where you're worried about seeding and, and falling off and that kind of thing and how challenging it's going to be. I think that anything beyond that, what I'm looking at, not necessarily is them dropping in the standings, but just minute counts, right? I, I think you guys have talked about that a lot on your show this season, how there's been a few too many games this year where we've seen Chris Paul get into the high 30s, low 40s, and and something with Devin Booker to keep an eye on as well is that you don't overrun him, right, with just him coming back and really finding his form right now. I think that those two guys in their minutes specifically without Kevin Durant, because naturally they are shorthanded without him, without everything they gave up, and then without him, it, they are going to be shorthanded in these games, especially offensively, especially with ball handlers. So keeping an eye on the minute totals for those two guys is what I'm going to be watching for more than anything. But yeah, I believe it's the second toughest schedule in terms of yeah. strength and schedule remaining. So it's a tall task ahead of them. No doubt. Kellen, great stuff as always. Thanks. We appreciate the time this morning. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you, Kellen Olson. Follow him on Twitter. You can read his stuff on Arizona Sports Podcast. He does it all. He joined us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Coming up next, there are grown athletes, professional football players going to desperate measures to try to lure a superstar to their team. We'll tell you about that <laughs> and more next in uh, Hash Marks. It's Bickley and Murata Mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata. All indications that he's going to New York. I, I've tried to find another team involved in this trade. I can't find one. It's just the Jets are bust right now. So it feels like Jets or retirement right now. Um, you know, the Green Bay relationship uh, seems to have run its course right now, unless there's there's a 180 pulled here. So the Jets are trying to pull this off. There's momentum here. Um, feels like it could happen any time, man. I mean, it's... Uh, it's fluid because of the complications of the money involved and, and, and really Rodgers having to sign off on everything. But it's my understanding that the Jets believe that the interest is mutual. That's how well the meeting went, that, that, that Rodgers has shown interest in playing with New York. So uh, they'll take it from there. That is Jeremy Fowler from ESPN talking about uh, what is in front of uh, Aaron Rodgers. How about that, the Jets or retirement? That might be the crossroads Aaron Rodgers is at right now. They did have the meeting. Yeah. And the New York Jets, certain players on that team are doing anything they can to ensure that Aaron Rodgers does ultimately pick mm-hmm. the fact that he wants to be traded to the Jets. Mm-hmm. Sauce Gardner, as a rookie last year, set the league on fire. 
great rookie season. He's already one of the top corners in football. He picked off Aaron Rodgers last year. And he made waves by then after the game running around the sidelines with a cheese head on. And people are like, ooh, man, that's pretty disrespectful. Uh Well, now the possibility of Aaron Rodgers going to New York exists. So he says, look, you come to New York, he put it on Twitter, I won't pick you off in practice and I'll burn the cheese head. I love that. So it actually happened. Sauce Gardner, he actually really Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson joined, and they had a burning of the cheesehead ceremony. Oh, that'll do way. it. <laughs> that'll get that him there. Fondue. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly, Garrett, how do you Sarah. Delicious. Burnt cheese, Jared. What do you think of burnt cheese, Ferret? You like fondue? Oh, oh. oh. I love food. They, they call it fondue. Apparently, you just dip into cheese. <laughs> have you ever had fondue, anybody here? I yes. have, yeah. 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 That's pretty good. That's Come on, we've all there's been, different we've forms. We've all been to the melting pot on an That's awkward right. date. Hell, yeah. An awkward date. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this did, dinner's taking three hours. I've run out of stuff to talk about. <laughs> right. I don't right. like you that much. Bringing the right. cheese. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's stick our hands into boiling cheese. I just wonder how much longer we're going to be talking about these possibilities for Aaron Rodgers. Mm. Sooner rather than well, later, he certainly has not checked that box yet. I, uh, yeah, and you predicted this, and I kind of pushed back. I thought maybe the this situation was so appealing to Aaron Rodgers, a, a clean getaway from Green Bay, that, that this might happen fast as a show of... Because the longer he waits, the more he's just given off that vibe uh-huh. that I'm half in, half out. And there are a lot of people who think that was part of the issue in Green Bay last year. Even though they made a really good rally at the end of the year and had a chance to get in the playoffs, but, you know, again, I, I, I think that I think this isn't a bad fit especially given Nathaniel Hackett's place on that coaching staff. Um, but uh, come on already. It's, it's about Aaron. He talked about and it in that Aubrey Marcus podcast. Yeah. How You might think I'm a diva. Yeah, no, we, do. we don't think we know. <laughs> so when you think about, okay, so if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets, now you now have Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen in that division alone. There are people who claim don't buy Tom Brady's uh, discounting these Miami rumors that there's actually smoke here. So this thing is starting to circulate, circulate a little bit, mm. percolate a little bit, hey. something. Hey. Percolate, circulate. So you think about the quarterbacks you might have in an AFC playoff field. Vinny, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow. Who am I missing? Mac Davis. <laughs> Mac Davis. <laughs> Russell Wilson. Russell, yeah. no, he yeah, doesn't yeah. he, he doesn't make the list anymore. No. But it, it this is um that's interesting. That's uh but again I, I, I think what 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 we've heard coming into this segment is true. I think not a ton of options for Aaron Rodgers. Not a lot of people are down with this this He's thirty nine years old and he showed signs of slowing down last year. You know, you don't show those signs of slowing down. People will put up with the constant mm-hmm. spotlight he shines upon himself because he's still great. Meanwhile, he wasn't great last year. Meanwhile, you've got all these GMs coming out claiming, "Oh, we don't, we don't want any part of Lamar Jackson." That's, I mean, that's that the to weird, me is weird. Weirdest story of the week. Well, I mean, in football, I mean, outside of Kevin Durant getting hurt in warmups. Well, what it is now for for the hundredth time in his career, Lamar Jackson is being put in a box. 
and being told, oh, if you don't have that system, if you don't have a great tight end, if you don't have a, a run-oriented scheme, you can't win, win with them. It, it, it's making it seem like Lamar Jackson's a one-trick pony. He's heard this his entire career. Yeah, and he's won an MVP. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another quarterback could be on the move. The Los Angeles Rams reportedly... Shopping Matthew Stafford. Wow. Who had a magical first season. It wasn't all smooth. It wasn't all sunshine and rainbows that first year, but it ended in a Super Bowl championship. And he was finally able to shed that uh, can't win the big game Mm. moniker he had. But last year was a nightmare. The Rams came crashing down to earth. They were horrible. He got hurt. Uh, He's on the books for $40 million in average annual salary. I think you want to talk about there not being interest for Lamar Jackson. I can't see there being much interest for Matthew Stafford. I think there's a ton of legitimate questions about his health moving forward. Oh, yes. Yes. And he's one of those guys that is so tough, it, it almost crosses over into toughness is, is his detriment. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that the wear and tear on that guy's body has been immense. Yeah. And and his elbow issue is real. I mean, it, it's something that that's what I think they're looking at. Yeah, that's that's quite something. I mean, you know, everybody was so quick to proclaim the Rams killing the Lions in that trade. Mm-hmm. And they got a Super Bowl out of it, barely. Hey. That's I all, know. That's, that's all, all it takes. No, you're right. And, you're right. And they're you're facing right. probably a no, lengthy right. and painful rebuilding yeah, process, right. but they, they got their Super Bowl ring. The opening day starters in the NFC West next year Ooh. are going to be Ooh. interesting. Yeah, I mean, can we answer... The only definitive Gino answer Smith? is Geno Smith. Yeah. How about that? Wow. <laughs> Don't know who's going to be in San Francisco. The foundation Don't know of the who's going to be yeah. in Arizona. And it might be Mungo Beanfield yeah. in L.A. Yeah. Could be Hank Cudgley. Yeah. Gudge Hackley. Gudge Hackley. Zeb Nutley. Is there a Zorb Nutley as well? Was that his brother? Josh Rosen. Uh, The Cardinals, according to reports, have restructured the contract of D.J. Humphreys that will free up $5.33 million in uh, cap room. Don't look now. Free agency starts next week. Wow. Free agency frenzy coming up next week. Wow. We won't have any Kevin Durant performances to talk about, so we'll be able to pay. Well, we do know the Cardinals are going to be active because they they need to sign players. They don't have a roster. They don't have a roster. Yeah. (laughs) What's one thing you need to address this uh, this offseason? Players, the roster. Yeah, the roster. Well, if you pointed out, literally, other than you know, Buda Baker, the two standout players at different points in the season, Zach Allen and Byron Murphy. There's a real there's a real fear that Byron Murphy Jr. is going to get the kind of offer that Christian Kirk did, and mm-hmm. the Cardinals are going to go. We can't afford that at this level of our rebuild. So at this time next year, we'll be talking about how great Byron Murphy was. <laughs> They're going to have to pay one of those two. Yeah. What do they have against paying those Saguaro kids? Yeah. Right? Like Local you're from story. Scottsdale. You don't need that money. <laughs> <laughs> the madness tips off next week, and with it comes uh, your chance to win the Arizona Sports Bracket Buck. That's also next by- week. 
What? Thanks, Jared. Uh, I just I just said that. No, I'm just <laughs> Presented by Santan Ford and Schwartz Laser Eye Center. Text Bucks to six twenty six twenty to sign up. Receive your bracket. Compete for your shot at over three thousand dollars of prizes. If you register before Sunday, you'll be automatically entered to win a two hundred dollar gift card, courtesy of Mavericks in Scottsdale. Once again, that's Bucks B U C K S to six twenty six twenty. Coming up next, we dive into the nine o'clock hour with some social studies. Sarah Cazell will take us through it. It's Bickley and Murata mornings here on this Friday. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.